The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Hello there and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are yous? Hope yous are all keeping very safe and well wherever you are listening to us right now. Um, I'm very aware you could be listening to us really at an international level. If anything, last week's podcast truly went international uh, with some of first time listeners actually tuning in from China and actually some from Japan as well. So hello everyone, welcome. This is the Big Rab Show. We are the show for the bagpiping folks, so if it's got bagpipes in it, around it or near it at all, then we are the show for you, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music or even our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. So yeah, each and every week we introduce more people to what we do, which is just the whole point of this podcast, so it's great to see so many brand new listeners actually tuning in. Now, whether that's a result of last week's podcast and having an interview with kind of a, <clears throat> a piping rock star, let it be said, Mr. Craig Laurie, yeah, what a legend he is. And uh, if anything, I really hope he's managed to see a bit of a jump in his TikTok numbers after last week's podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, fantastic interview. If you haven't went, if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely go back and check that out. Uh, the interview with Craig was just the best crack. It was just great to catch up with him, chat all about the Chili Pipers, Drums and Roses, St. Lawrence Atul. Wallace bagpipes. There isn't that anything that fella's not involved in, so it's fantastic to be able to catch up with them. Anyway, other than that, guys, how are you? Honestly, this whole lockdown thing, I don't know. I did think to myself, ah, you know, a few days at home it would do grand, but now we're like, I don't know how many weeks into this. I'm well and truly scunnered by now. I want to get out. I want to go do something. I'm just sick of being in the house. And I'm sure you guys are too. So, obviously, ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we will continue churning out the piping goodness as only we can. And we hope you guys can join us. If you'd like to help support us, of course, and you'd like to get tons of extra pipe pan content, then head over to our Patreon page. That's where it's all happening at the moment. There is so much stuff going up on there. Uh, So, yeah, if you are part of the Patreon faithful, you already know exactly what we're talking about. So for five bucks every month, you get your mitts on tons and tons of extra stuff. You get our two-hour live radio show on Fuse that goes out every Tuesday. There's a bit of a catch-up service running now uh, on our Patreon. So every week that the show goes out live on Fuse, then the day after, it goes on our Patreon page. So if you did manage to miss it, then you can catch it. Now, it's two hours worth of live radio Full of tons of tunes and music and crack and banter from around the piping world. It's very entertaining. We love doing it. We've been doing it now for the guts of 10 years on Fuse FM. And we're, we're showing no signs of slowing. Uh, so, yeah, that's one thing. But there's so much more. We've got exclusive interviews back there that have never hit seen the light of day in the podcast. So many videos, backstage interviews. Just tons of exclusive stuff that's just available for patreon subs so definitely consider going over there clicking subscribe or follow or all that sort of stuff or support and yeah for five bucks you can help support us continue churning out the goodness for you guys right 
Also, don't forget to support those who support us, and that would be namely promotions through different websites and stuff. So, yeah, shout out to the Piper's Dojo. Go on, the Dojo. Them guys are awesome. So you really need to check them out, and you can do so by going to bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. And you can take advantage of our offer of 30 days of Dojo Premium for free. Absolutely free. Absolutely brilliant. I love that offer. To be able to give you guys something just for nothing, then all you have to do is visit our website. Go and check it out. Bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. What's not to love? I need to move my mic here. There you go. Professional podcaster. Also, next website promotion has to be through Rhythm Monster. Yes, we have one for pipers and one for drummers as well. Check out Rhythm Monster. And whenever you're at the checkout and you're going to sign up, obviously, because you have to and it's awesome, then definitely use our promo code, Big Rab Monster. Whenever you're at the checkout, there's a little box in there that asks you, um, yeah, have you got a promotion code of that to use or dis- you know, discount code? Then definitely tap in, type in our code, Big Rab Monster, and... Boom, you'll get money off the checkout just by listening to the podcast. What's not to love about that, baby? So, yeah, definitely. I'd save money, you know, 30 days premium for nothing and you get money off at the checkout. What's not to love? Okay, let's fly on. Time to get into some actual news and stuff that we normally get into in each and every podcast. Now, we kick off every episode of the Rab Show podcast with some listener mail and this week is no different. You guys actually have been... Yeah, you've been emailing us now, which is fantastic. Plus, we've been getting some uh, actual voicemails as well. So, this week's no different. We're going to kick off this week, actually, with a voicemail from Chris. But first of all, I want to give you the email address. BigRabShow at gmail.com is the email address. So, definitely get in contact with us, just as Chris has done. Hey, Rab, Chris Shepard. You've asked over the past couple of weeks what's going on in our lives with piping, etc., So I thought I would send you a message to let you know what's going on, at least in my life. The band I'm with, the City of Albany Pipe Band, we are still meeting Thursday nights as usual through the Zoom application. But as I believe you've mentioned, it is kind of limiting because the uh, delays in the Internet, etc., that could happen. So the pipe major is working with us one-on-one. And then uh, after we get together, so generally about six or eight people get through the evening and then uh, we all get together in the virtual pub to have a chit chat afterward as far as my solo stuff still working on that like you said with your work doing drills fingering etc and also entering the competitions yes we are still having competitions although they are virtual uh capital capital district youth just had their contest this past weekend Now, I think you might remember from February with the indoor competition, I had mentioned that we had a record 87. We beat that this time by a little bit. Uh, We had a total of 174 entries with over 500 total submissions. So it is a little overwhelming for everybody trying to get that all compiled to be able to have the judges judge that this next weekend. Also, we have a couple more here in the Eastern U.S. Pipe Band Association, a couple more contests, one coming up at the end of the month with sponsored by the Central Florida Highland Games. And then the end of next month, Hudson Valley Pipe Band Championships are being solo, solos virtually, and also the Ohio Scottish Games are virtual. 
I have heard that there are a couple other groups that are looking into doing virtual contests. So hopefully that continues so we can get positive feedback from the judges and also, of course, gather up those points. Is there anything happening over there uh, with the RSPBA doing any virtual games or events for soloists? Uh, be interesting to find out who else is doing that, what other associations might be looking at that. Uh, that's about it. I will talk to you later. Thanks. Thank you very much to Chris. And uh, to answer your question, buddy, uh, <clears throat> no. <laughs> No, our RSPBA are doing bubkiss. They're doing nothing. Uh, there has been various different rumors and stuff about running online competitions. We are, I'm at, we are aware of competitions ha- happening in the States, and there's a lot of online competitions happening at the moment, mostly for solo performers, obviously. Uh, like the World Online Solo Championships, that's a thing. Uh, so that's actually happening at the moment, I think. People are still putting in their submissions. So that's a thing. Uh, but, you know, you, you did ask whether ourselves and RSPBA here in the UK are doing anything competition-wise online. And uh, <clears throat> no <laughs> is the flat answer, which is kind of it's kind of worrying because obviously uh, I really do think they're missing a trick here, if anything. Uh, I don't know. I really think, you know, they could possibly do something like that. But we have, from experience, realized that when it comes to technology and the use of such things, RSPBA can be quite reluctant, if not nearly very, very reluctant to use it, I think, in that case. So I don't know whether we'll see our own RSPBA doing something like you know, what Yuspaba are doing and what Wuspaba are doing as well. Both uh, associations in the States are doing all sorts of online stuff, and it's really incredible to see how those organizations are coming together to keep their membership involved. Currently, at the moment, RSPBA have done a... Well, they've done one thing. They've launched a composition competition, which is difficult to say on a podcast. But yes, they've asked their membership to compose a 6-8. And that's about it so far. Um, so, yeah, I, I am very intrigued to see how this develops. So, yeah, apologies, Chris. Very boring answer, but the answer is no. Um, so we got another email then from Chris, who did send us more details about all the competitions that's happening in the Eastern United States uh, Pipe Band Association. And there's so many, actually. Uh, lots of competitions at the moment have yet to make a call whether they're postponed or cancelled. So we may still get some competitions in the Yuspaba area. I do think that some are still happening, actually, in the Wuspaba area as well. And they're, and they're regional ones. So... Yeah, the guys in America are trying to keep it going, I think. But ourselves here in the UK, hmm, yeah, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. But, uh, yeah, thanks for sending those details through, Chris. Very interesting, actually. And to see that there is so many online competitions and such happening, it's just, yeah, it's fantastic. I think it's really, really good and a really great way to keep people involved. So, hey, if anything, keep me posted. If there's any results and stuff, I'd certainly love to check that out and see who's competing and who's winning and all that. So, yeah, definitely drop us a line if you do have any results on that, Chris. Also, I have to say, the whole Zoom thing, yeah, we did mention it in previous podcasts saying that the Zoom practice doesn't work. And, uh, yeah, the Zoom practice doesn't work. Uh, I know lots of bands now that have tried it and have contacted us via social media, be it on Twitter and stuff. We were talking about it on Fuse, actually, I think, a while ago. And a lot of people 
incredibly disappointed with it, saying that it just didn't work. And uh, the time delay and just basic internet being internet, it's just horrible. So it just never worked and ended up just people just talking. So the way you talked about there saying uh, you went into the Zoom pub afterwards for a chat, I think that's kind of, yeah, that's what most practice sessions all result in. People just having a wee drink and having a chat with their mates. And that, you know, that, believe it or not, that's every bit as valuable as the practice itself. You might not think it, but... It, honestly, it is every bit as important. So there you go. Okay, flying on. Thank you, Chris, for that voicemail and that uh, email and stuff. So thank you very much for getting in contact with us. Uh, flying on. We've got an email here from JD. JD! You legend. Uh, he says, Hey, Rab, writing in for the show. I've been behind on podcasts and the other podcast too, hashtag one of the six, since Christmas. But working from home this month, I've had time to catch up. I wanted to let you know about online. Con- I wanted to I'll reword that again. I wanted to let you know about the online contests I've been participating in. I think you saw a video I shared where I donned my big Rab Show shirt. Yes, you did, and recorded a set uh, for Jory Grissom's uh, World Online Piping and Drumming Championship, hosted at BagpipeLessons.com. Yes, I was just talking about that earlier. Uh, so I've had. A, he said JD's had a great time working on his solo music and recording for that event. See, it's Britain. And so many other people are getting involved in this too. And if anything, it's great to see. It's encouraging people to play. Ah, fantastic. I'm definitely a fan of that. Uh, JD also says, I also participated this weekend in the Capital District Virtual Solo Contest. This is actually a sanctioned contest by Yuspaba, as we've just heard. Uh, with the event ran by the Capital District Youth Pipe Band in New York... Like we just heard, I know the Yuspapa has been very proactive in encouraging online solo events, and there's been at least two coming up this month. I'd love to see more international folks entering our wee events, so let your mates know over there in the UK and Ireland to check it out. In my free time, I've also been working on a few wee sets with the wife, who's a brilliant piano player. Ooh, she's a piano player. Ooh, ooh. see, uh, this is what happens when you read emails live on air. Uh, So, who's a brilliant pianist? Perhaps we'll have a go at the Big Rab Show hornpipe, eh? Ooh, ooh, that's good. Uh, Yeah, he says, cheers, Rab, all the best, JD, ingranamanamanamanam. Awesome stuff. Oh, I love that. So, yeah, JD, if you're working on any new scores and new sets, man, definitely send them our direction. That's a long way piano player, dude. That, ooh, that sounds all sorts of awesome. So, yeah, online competitions is definitely a thing that's happening. But it seems to be mostly in the States at the moment, especially that, you know, the World Championship of Online Solo, you know, playing uh, bagpipelessons.com, that, which is fantastic. By the way, um, I haven't really spoke about it much on the show yet because I'm just waiting for the deadline for entries and all to approach. And then once all the deadlines end and the judging starts, and that's when it'll all start getting very interesting. But I have seen a lot of people getting involved in this. So many people uh, based mostly in the United States all getting involved. Now, is this uh, a slight on ourselves in the UK? Why are we not getting involved in this? Hmm, it's a very tricky one. I don't know. Our RSPBA, obviously, uh, like I just said, are incredibly reluctant when it comes to new technology. And uh, the online thing seems to be a new animal for them. And whether we'll actually see some support from RSPBA to run such events as this, don't know. Um, As for ones in the UK, whether we can get involved in events like this, I don't know if we can. 
or not? You know, on an official capacity, can an RSPBA registered player go and play in a WSPBA competition online as a registered soloist? I I don't know. So you get into the woods and it's very murky water when you start talking, well, which band are you registered with? Which association are you with? What grade are you? All of that. Because our grading system, when it comes to solos, is definitely different from the grading system that is in the United States. So it's very odd. I don't know how that all works, um, but I'm certainly very curious. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe we will see more people from the UK getting involved in the online competition scene. Uh, I would definitely encourage it, though. So, yeah, anyone out there wants to get involved, hey, go for it. I think definitely. More power to your elbow, as they say here. Uh, But RSPBA, come on, guys. You just need to do something because at the moment you said done out. Well, at least not to my knowledge anyway. Okay, let's fly on. Time to get into some actual piping news, first of all. But yes, if you do want to get in contact with the show, that email address, as always, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That email address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Very simple to remember. There you go. Okay, let's get into some actual news. Uh, first of all, I have to go through a couple of pretty tragic news stories, actually, uh, just before we get into the bulk of the other news. Uh, Abigail Cowbro, Cowbro, I think I've pronounced her name wrong, that's terrible. Uh, She was a piper with grade 4 12-wing Royal Canadian Air Force Pipes and Drums. Now, the band obviously came from Nova Scotia, and I do remember them coming over and competing at last year's Worlds. Yes, grade 4A, they came over and competed at the 12-wing RCAF Pipes and Drums. They actually qualified for the final and ended up 10th overall, I think. Um, Yes, the reason why I'm mentioning her at all is she sadly passed away in a tragic helicopter accident. So from all of us here in the Big Rab Show, we really wanted to send on our sincerest condolences. Quite tragic events, it has to be said. Uh, So for everyone there in the band, and for all of Abigail's friends, family, everyone connected, it's just a horrible time. Uh, So obviously our sincerest condolences from all of us in the Rab Show team. Um, Yeah, just a tragic, tragic loss. Also, uh... Just and when we started recording this podcast, actually, the news dropped of uh, the passing away of Ian MacDonald. Ian MacDonald, obviously, was one of Scotland's greatest ambassadors for piping and culture in general. Obviously, travelling truly internationally to promote our instrument, music and culture. Uh, such an incredible figure in the piping world. He passed away this morning, actually. Aged 70. Now, I know for this last while he'd been in hospital in and out for a few weeks uh, with various different health issues. So this, uh, you know, he had obviously had been in bad health, but this obviously had came as a bit of a shock to everyone, both in the piping world, but obviously to his family as well. Uh, So obviously we want to send sincere condolences to his uh, whole friends, family, everyone, uh, family circle, uh, to Finlay as well, as who I'm sure is... uh, Specifically, definitely feeling this uh, loss. As uh, you guys might know, we mentioned on the show previously that Finlay McDonald was just appointed as director of the Piping Centre, as well as director of the festival and all of that. And, you know, such a high. And then for this to happen, it's absolutely tragic. So to Finlay and the whole family, to Anne and Fiona, and for everyone else in the whole McDonald family, um, we just want to pass on our sincere condolences. Such a tragic loss for the piping world. Ian will be very sadly missed. Okay. 
Right, we want to get into some actual bagpiping news, uh, some of which that you guys may well be interested in, uh, away from tragic news stories such as that. I wanted to give a shout to Grampian District Pipe. Grampian District Pipes and Drums, which is difficult to say. What's wrong with me? Yeah, Grampian District Pipes and Drums, they are currently looking for a new pipe major. They're a grade four based competition band in the Aberdeen area. And yeah, they're looking for a pipe major. Anyone with success in their past, uh, anyone with the drive to succeed, uh, obviously, if you have experience, all the better. But yes, if you are interested in taking the leadership role at Grampian District Pipes and Drums, then get in contact with them. If you are in the Aberdeenshire area, they want to hear from you. Of course, you can contact them via their social media. There you are. Okay. I wanted to mention as well, some brand new music will be dropping very soon from NOS. Now, you boys out there may well be very familiar with NOS. Uh, Well, yeah, I've been told for the longest time I was pronouncing it wrong. I was always calling them (laughs) GNOS. But the G is silent. So G-N-O-S-S, NOS. Now, they're actually releasing a brand new album called Honeydew, and they've been kind of dropping little sneak peeks and stuff online of what it could possibly sound like. For you guys out there who know who NOS are, you already know that they're absolutely incredible and that this new album from them, Honeydew, you're all right. All right, you're just going to need to get it, okay? Because listening to the short demos and stuff that they've put up on their social media, Wow, it's blew my socks off, and I cannot wait to get my hands on this. So, there you are. You're going to need to get your hands on it. And, uh, yeah, you can go and help support your new, your artists and all the rest by buying their new music. So, go to patreon.com forward slash Music, Or, of course, you can go and check them out on Bandcamp or anywhere else where you can get your music. Uh, just type it in, G-N-O-S-S, NOS. And go and check them out. Brand new album dropping soon. Mm. Okay. I wanted to give a mention on this week's podcast, of course, no show without punch, but you guys know that our sponsor is G1 Reads. Go on, G1! Yeah, G1 celebrated their 10-year anniversary. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to believe that they've actually been going for 10 years. I do remember when G1 actually started for the first time, with a lot of scepticism in the piping world at the time, thinking, oh, here we go, another read company. Whoop-de-doo. But, hey, didn't they turn the piping world on its head? So, yeah, G1 Reads, you know, celebrating their 10-year anniversary. And looking at PipesDrums.com, they actually had quite an incredible interview with John Elliott, of course, the owner and founder of G1 Reads. And hopefully we're going to get John on the show possibly next week as well. We'll get chatting to John all about G1 and all that. But, yeah, for those of you who want to get a bit of an insight into John and, obviously, to the whole company at G1, then definitely go and check that out. Pipesdrums.com for that full interview. It's definitely worth a listen. As well as the interview, though, on Pipesdrums.com, I have to give a shout to Kieran Ross, actually. He wrote uh, a bit of a 2-4 march to celebrate it. <laughs> so, yeah, go to Kieran Ross Music, who composed this brand-new 2-4 march. Uh, yeah, it's called G1 Reads Decade March, which is simply brilliant. So, yeah, really, really entertaining. And it's all up there now on G1 social media. They've been sharing away at it because it, it is a cracking tune. So, shout-out to Kieran Ross, who wrote that new march. Absolutely brilliant stuff. 
So there you go. Happy birthday, G1. We'll have to get chatting to Jock Elliott on next week's show, definitely. Hear all about the celebrations and all the rest and, you know, the formation of the company. Very, very fascinating. I, I, I certainly want to hear that. Oh, and if you do have any questions, guys, that's a good one. You can email it into us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Do you have any questions for G1? And, you know, anything about read selection or setup or anything like that, just send them into us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Okay, now, you guys remember that online, this last, I don't know, this last four weeks or so, the company Flam5, who make those incredible drum cases, have been running online promotions where they ask drummers out there to play to certain tunes, submit their video performances, and then they choose a winner who gets a case in the mail. Well, they've actually launched a brand new challenge, yeah, in conjunction with the Top Secret Drum Corps. Yep, I'm not kidding. Top secret. I've actually launched this challenge in conjunction with Flam 5. And they've given you the sheet music. They've given you the visuals of all the stick flips and you know, head turns and stuff. It's incredible. It's really, really great to watch. Now, I'll be honest. I've, I've watched the video like a half dozen times now. And I know myself in my years of playing that I'll never be able to do any of those moves. It seems to be completely a world away from pipe and snare drumming, which in a way is a great thing. It's a good, good thing because it really challenges you. But I think in my case, it's nearly too challenging. It's way too out of my comfort zone. This whole stick flippy thing and throwing and chucking it about and backsticking all the time. I'm just not that great at it. It's not something that I actively practice, if you know what I mean. So, hey, it looks cool. It looks like a serious amount of fun. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to the guys at Top Secret Drum Corps. Incredible. And to also the guys at Flam5 for running this competition. If you are interested, go along to either Flam5 on their social media or, of course, the Top Secret Drum Corps. And, yeah, just go and check out this challenge. They have the sheet music there, a video tutorial of how you should do it, and then you can try yourself, film yourself, and send it into them, and you could possibly win a prize. Now, incredibly interesting. I've, I've been hooked on this this last few days, trying to get a hold of it, but n- nah, just no chance. No chance. So, all right, on to the piping then, away from drumming. Shout out goes to Chris Armstrong. Go on, Chris, you legend. Yeah, Chris is a bit of a legend because he's actually written a new P-Brook. Now, this one's called Salute to the Frontline. So, as you can tell, it's obviously a salute to all of our frontline workers during this time of a pandemic. Now, I'm not going to kind of run through it part by part, tune by tune, all the rest. You're going to need to check it out. Go and have a look. Uh, Chris Armstrong on social media has uploaded this on his Facebook page, and it's just incredible so yeah for those of you who ever doubted that chris armstrong was a composer (laughs) well you're wrong uh chris armstrong is actually quite a prolific composer and he has this incredible new p-brook definitely going to be worth checking out so there you go salute to the front line thank you to chris armstrong for that fantastic stuff Okay, as you guys may not know, or you may or may not know, on the 8th of May is VE Day here in Europe, which is Victory in Europe Day, where we celebrate the end of World War II. Yes, and on that day, on the 8th of May, bagpipers across Europe and the UK, around the world in fact, are encouraged to play the Battle's Oar. Yes, so... (laughs) 
RSPBA Northern Ireland branch are actually doing something quite special to mark this event. They're asking bagpipers around the world to not only play this on their doorstep and all that sort of stuff and submit it to the veday.org website. But they're also asking you to submit it to themselves as well on social media, where the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch will put all the videos together and release them on their page. There you are. So you can go along, check that out. RSPBA Northern Ireland branch are putting that together, uh, helping people commemorate and celebrate the 75th VE Day commemorations on the 8th of May. So, yeah, if you know how to play the Battle Zord and you know how to play a set of pipes at all, then, yeah, RSPBA Northern Ireland want to hear from you. So there you are. Shameless plug for that. Okay, on the 4th of May, yes, Star Wars Day, and May the 4th and all that sort of stuff. You guys know I'm a massive Star Wars fan. I love my Star Wars movies. I love all the series as well. I've watched The Mandalorian now about twice now or something. I've kind of started Clone Wars and stuff. Hey, you don't want to know about my Star Wars addiction. But yes, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. And thank you to everyone who actually wished me a happy Star Wars Day. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. And, you know, I actually thank my lucky stars that no one, no one, no one this year actually tagged me in that Darth Vader unicycle bagpiper Guy with the flames coming out of his drones and everything dressed as Darth Vader. Thank goodness nobody tagged me in that nonsense. Because that happens every year. Star Wars Day comes around May 4th and I get tagged at least a dozen times. Go, oh Rob, look, here's Darth Vader playing the bagpipes. Riding a unicycle with flames coming out of his drones. (laughs) Isn't that funny? No, it's not funny. Whoever that piper is, he's terrible. I don't, yeah, concentrate on unicycling, that because you seem to be really good at that. Piping, uh, please concentrate on that and get better, because, I don't know, the videos that I've been tagged in with this unicycling Darth Vader bagpiper fella, I, do, I just don't know if it's the camera or what it is, but he seems to be terribly out of tune, and anyway... I didn't get tagged in any of those this year. So thank you, everyone, who did not tag me in that nonsense. Thank you very much. It is definitely appreciated. (laughs) But also, I wanted to mark it uh, by sharing it out on our social media. Actually, uh, we were in contact, obviously, uh, with uh, Honey Boo Boo from Hawthorne Pipe Band, who kind of raised our attention to this. Uh, The late Bob Semple, of course, from Hawthorne Pipe Band, would have celebrated his 100th 100th birthday on the 4th of May. However, you guys know, uh, Bob had sadly passed away. And he is still missed to this day by everyone in the pipe band world, especially in Australia, and by everyone in Hawthorne Pipe Band. So, yeah, we wanted to set our, you know, continued thoughts and everything and just, yeah, look back and say, you know, what an incredible legend he is. So, yeah, imagine this would have been celebrating his 100th birthday. We've got his letter from the Queen and everything. It would have been brilliant. So, again, to everyone at Hawthorne and to everyone on Pipe Band Australia, you know, such an iconic figure who would have been celebrating his 100th birthday on May 4th. There you are. So, I want to give a a special mention to PipingPress.com. Now, far be it from me to plug another news source, uh, but, yeah, PipingPress.com have been running a bit of a series at the moment featuring... Stephen Crichton. Now, given all of his backstory, given, in fact, his bit of a life story, 
all the way through from the bare bone basics when he first picked up a pair of sticks, all the way through to whenever he yeah he branched out from St Joseph's and made the move to St Lawrence. So yeah, it's very interesting articles actually. So go and check that out, pipingpress.com. Uh, it kind of follows the story of quite a bit of a drumming legend. So yeah, if you are interested in Stephen Crichton and his journey uh, through the piping world and how he progressed to where he is now. Definitely go and check that out. Pipingpress.com. I think the part three is available now at the moment. And they could well be working on part four because the story does not end whenever he moves to slot, as we all know. <laughs> okay, now I wanted to give ourselves a bit of a shameless plug on this week's podcast because ourselves and the Big Rab Show have been incredibly busy. You guys may well have caught this this past weekend where we actually premiered a video on YouTube. Now, this is a first for us. We had kind of been planning this on the back burner for quite a while, and this was to be an addition to everything else we were going to be doing this incoming season. Obviously, with lockdown and all of our competition season actually being cancelled, then, well, we actually still thought that this project could still happen. So, we did tell you quite a while ago to go and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and that's still very important because a lot of people are still missing this. Yes, our YouTube channel, The Big Rab Show on YouTube. You really do need to go over there and subscribe because you're missing a trick. Our latest video that premiered this past weekend was a replay of the British Championships 2019, which was simply fantastic to be able to go back and watch the first major of the season last year and just be able to re-watch all of those performances again as if you were hearing them for the first time. I guarantee that if you go back and watch our video now, you'll have actually forgotten what Field Marshal sounded like or what St. Lawrence sounded like on the day when they lifted the title or even when Glasgow Polis hit the grass or that incredible run from shots actually so i actually watched back at it again and thought shots had a real clinker that day uh, so hey go back you can watch it for yourselves you can go big rap show on youtube we have the british championships replay 2019 you can find it there and go and watch it and obviously sit with a cup of tea make yourself comfortable and watch all of grade one plus the results as well and you get to see the march off as well you know as st lawrence celebrate lifting the title it's a great video we did put a lot of time into working on this i have to give a massive massive thank you to andrew shilliday who done all the editing thank you andrew absolute legend i can't thank him enough it was such such a big job um and also to aaron McElwain and Deej mcintosh as well and you know we all were involved in this project and we were working on it for a good i don't know how long but we managed to get it all put together and it's up there now it's on our youtube channel go and have a look at it it's definitely worth a watch now the reaction to that video actually was nothing short of epic and we didn't expect it and we honestly thought ah you know maybe a hundred or so people might watch it and that would be it but no this thing has just went kind of semi not viral by youtube standards but it's went well beyond what we thought it would by our own standards so we're definitely looking at doing more now speaking of more then this weekend actually on youtube we are turning our focus away from bands and we're actually looking towards drum majors Yes, believe it or not, we're doing a replay on the Adult Drum Major Championship at the British. So, yeah, if you didn't manage to catch the Drum Major Championship, which is one that we didn't live stream, actually. So, yeah, we managed to get videos, thanks to Aaron McElwain and his incredible YouTube channel. Uh, we were able to broadcast a replay of the Senior Drum Majors, all the heats and the finals. It's 
fascinating to watch. Now, obviously, ourselves on the Big Rab Show, we're all pipe band folk, and, well, Aaron's a drum major, uh, obviously, but he's a competing drum major, so he couldn't provide commentary. So, we've reached out to some celebrity commentators. Yay! Now, these guys obviously have been there, done that, and, you know, won the t-shirt kind of thing. So, these guys really know their stuff, and I I can't wait. I've I've watched the video a few times now with their commentary on it and stuff. It's simply fascinating. Uh, So, you know, they pick out stuff that you wouldn't know just as a regular bystander, and then you really can get an appreciation for what our drum majors do at a competition. So people just think, oh, they walk up and down and they twirl that stick about. But there's so much more to it. And yeah, obviously this last few years, I've really been getting into drum majoring and uh, really enjoying that whole competitive circuit for the drum majors. And uh, yeah, I think it's brilliant to be able to feature them on a video. So this incoming weekend then on our YouTube channel, 2 p.m. UK time on Saturday. Yeah, tune into our YouTube channel and we'll be launching our Drum Major British Championship replay from 2019. Definitely worth watching. So go and subscribe if you haven't already. There you go. You've been warned. Okay, I wanted to give a shout this week to some personnel changes, actually. Uh, first shout goes to Cooper Angus Pipe Band. Yeah, go on the Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Cooper Angus have made a huge announcement. Actually, they have appointed a brand new lead tipper. Their new lead tipper is Danny Brown. Go on, Danny, you legend. Uh, in a statement, Danny says, uh, I've always been a fan of the band and the comradeship. The music and enthusiasm by all members are outstanding. To lead the band alongside Callum is an excellent opportunity. The future of Cooper Angus Pipe Band looks very exciting. Now, this is proper exciting. So, yeah, Cooper Angus obviously have been quite strong. Uh, this last number of seasons, but obviously they're building and building to bigger and better things. So now seeing that they've made this step to appoint a new lead tipper, this is this is something special. So yeah, shout out to Cooper Angus. Yeah, go on the Cooper. Go on the lads. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing this new music actually with this new lead tipper. So congratulations to Danny. All the very best to you, mate. And uh, yeah, looking forward to hearing you all when you hit the grass and possibly it'll be next season at this time. At this rate, anyway. Okay, I want to give a shout then to the Vale of Athol Pipe Band, who's also made a little bit of a personnel change. They've appointed a new pipe sergeant. Yes, Mr. Roddy Weir. Now, you guys know that name quite well, I'm sure you do. Uh, He's a vastly experienced piper and an instructor as well. He's managed to win prizes at the Argyleshire Gathering and the Northern Meeting. And just an incredible bagpiper. So, yeah, I think it goes without saying, this is quite a huge appointment for the Vale of Athol Pipe Band, having such an incredibly experienced piper and instructor slotted into that role of pipe sergeant. We wish, we wish Roddy Weir the very best, and to everyone there at the Mighty Vale, uh, hope you are all keeping well, and yet we cannot wait to see you guys on the grasses, but after this new appointment, this will be very, very interesting. <laughs> Indeed. Well, uh, I wanted to point you in the direction of something, actually, that happened online not too long ago on the 5th of May. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, the 5th of May. Uh, the Suri Das Mesh Pipe Band actually put out a bit of a video on social media talking about how their band got established. Now, this was all sorts of fascinating. And uh, the band themselves produced this, I think, on a local television show. And uh, it, it details the whole story of how it was just dreamt up and suddenly, boof, there was a band and people getting interested in playing pipes and drums. Very, very fascinating. So if you are interested in our current world champions, the 3 Dazmahish Pipe Band, 
and go along and have a look at that. It's up there on their social media. Absolutely fascinating. I really, really enjoyed that. If anything, there was a, a bit of a series on Rhythm Monster as well. Uh, that followed the whole development of the Cerritos Mesh drum corps, as well as the band itself. Again, equally very fascinating. Uh, for anyone who's interested in the Cerritos Mesh pipe band at all, uh, you know, so many interviews with members and founder members and such. It's very, very interesting stuff. So there you are. You have to go and check that out. Okay, I want to give a mention this week to Kingdom Thistle Pipe Band Supplies. Of course, you guys know, we talked about it last week, about the Blue Book of Contemporary Bagpipe Music. Well, it is absolutely flying off the shelves. And that's not an understatement. It's absolutely flinging off the shelves and you can't keep it. Now, we do know that this is a limited print. Because if you listen to the interview with Paul Brown on last week's podcast... Once this book is gone, it's gone. They're not reprinting it. It's limited time only. So go along. KingdomThistle.com. Avoid disappointment. All I've been seeing this past week is people who've been getting their book in the mail and then publishing photos of it going, Hey, look, I've got my new book. This is class. You need to go. KingdomThistle.com. Go and grab a copy of this. Honestly, you will you will regret it if you don't get it, all right? So, yeah, obviously... <laughs> such an incredible collection of tunes. I just can't sell it to you enough. KingdomThistle.com. Go and grab a copy now. Avoid disappointment. Okay. Uh, I wanted to give a bit of a mention uh, to a little, another little bit of listener mail, actually, that came through our website. Uh, the name is Stephen Wan. Stephen! Stephen Wan, you legend. Uh, he wanted to announce the Peel Regional Police Pipe Band online contest season. <laughs> he says, Bout ye, Rob. Bout ye. You can tell he's from Northern Ireland just from that. And he says, yeah, as an expat Northern Irishman who now lives in Canada and a drummer for the uh, Peel Regional Police Pipe Band, I find myself in a perfect position to let you know that our band is what they're doing in response to the entire Ontario competitive season due to the COVID-19 pandemic. We've decided to create our own competition. The Peel Regional Police Pipe Band online contest season is a solo-based online competition open to drummers, Pipers and drummers of all grades and from across the globe. Fantastic stuff. So, there it, you go. Peel Police is now running something as well. It'll run across four separate days throughout the summer of 2020. The competition will be a little bit different from the usual format, but we hope it'll provide something to scratch the itch that so many of us are missing this last few months. Further details can be found, of course, on the band's Facebook and Instagram, uh, and we welcome competitors from the world over. Uh, but you have to be quick. Entries must be received by May the 22nd. And the first day of competition is May 30th. There you are. So thank you. Thanks for staying for that. That's brilliant. Uh, he says, uh, cheers, Rab. Love the podcast and hearing the news from the piping world back home. Keep her lit. No bar, Stephen. I'll do that, lad. Cheers. Thank you very much for your incredible email. Now, why I didn't include that in the listener mail, I'll never know. Hmm. I should have done, shouldn't I? That's stuff that Rab got wrong. Stuff that Rab got wrong. Of course. Well, guys, it's got to that point in the show now where, yeah, I think we've covered basically all of the piping news for this week. And, yes, I would encourage you, if there's any news story or anything that you think that you would like to hear us talk about on a future episode, definitely get in contact with us. Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Yes, we are the premier News-based, information-based podcast for piping and drumming. (laughs) 
I nearly said that with a straight face. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> you can get your emails into us. Show at gmail.com. Now, did any of you guys out there listen to the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast? Like I told you to. <sighs> isn't it awesome? Honestly, isn't it awesome? Yeah, if you haven't yet, you're really missing a trick. You need to go and listen to that Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast. I need to give it another mention on this week's pod because that show was just so amazing. Episode 4 was dropped uh, not too long ago. And yes, it's like two and a half hours long. It's incredibly long. Uh, but definitely worth a listen. Worth the investment in time, I think, because you get a lot of really great points in there. Uh, definitely worth a listen. So a bit of a shameless plug, but I don't care. It's my show. I can do what I want. I can plug them if I want to. Grant, there you go. All right, do you know what it is? It's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. <laughs> it's time for the topic of the week. A1 Embroidery and Printing. Producing some merchandise for some of the top bands in the piping game, such as Phil Marsh and Montgomery, St. Lawrence Tool, and ourselves, The Big Rab Show. For all of your embroidery and printing needs, they have some extremely high-quality garments, such as hats, beanies, t-shirts, hoodies, soft-shell jackets, you name it, they can print it. If your band is on the lookout for some exclusive merchandise offers, then contact them direct on their social media, A1 Embroidery and Printing. Check them out on Facebook, A1 Embroidery and Printing. If you can think it, they can print it. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBE. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you. With a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Hello, this is Scott Wood, 
And you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes indeed. That big cup of tea was class, boys. Absolutely class. Loved it. Anyway, yes, time for Topic of the Week. And yeah, this week we have quite an incredible interview as promised. Now, you guys were wondering at the end of last week's podcast when I did mention... Uh, yeah, we have a big interview for you. So, yeah, this week we're chatting to Red Hot Chili Piper. Uh, uh, there's just far too much to mention, actually. Of course, a bit of a bagpiping legend, Mr. Craig Monroe. Yeah, no, and I can't believe he took time to talk to ourselves here on the Big Rab Show. It was just brilliant to be able to chat to him, catch up with him and see everything that he's up to. Such an incredibly busy man. And, uh, yeah, it was just class to catch up with them so without further ado here's their interview with craig so welcome to the podcast mr craig monroe craig how are you sir i'm very well thanks how are you ah the best thanks i well if anything this whole lockdown carry on i'm sure we're as good as can be i suppose yeah how are you keeping yourself yeah i'm good thanks just strange times uh everybody's going through the same of course so just trying to find things to do to, to fill our day and, and, and keep us keep us busy out, out of our normal routine you know which is just strange definitely yeah so if anything on last week's podcast actually we managed to chat to craig laurie of course and, oh, okay. uh, yeah but he was obviously working for yourself there with wallace bagpipes and he says that we should yeah. get chatting to you you know about the yeah. whole situation with wallace and everything how are things with you guys at the moment then it's fine just now at the moment um we are we're all off. We're on we're on lockdown uh, at the moment. We are hoping to be back um, back into the factory on the I think it's the eighteenth of May, Monday the eighteenth of May. Oh, brilliant! Um, so so yeah, we're on lockdown like you know pretty much like most businesses have been up until now, and we're just we're really just waiting on the government yeah. say so as to as to you know when it's when it's all well and safe to to go back. I mean. They're saying that as as a manufacturing um, business, it is safe to go back just now, but you've got to maintain um, social distancing and so on. But because of of the way that our machines are laid out, um, it it doesn't mean that the guys would be exactly two metres apart. So Mm. it would be very difficult for us to go back. So, um, I mean, at the moment, we're in the same position as everybody else um, for the last six weeks i would say the the industry itself has just really slowed down there's orders been coming in yeah. but they're a lot they're a lot slower than what they've been which is completely understandable um well, so yeah. yeah given we just look forward to, to getting back i'm sure you are well and, and even at that given the present circumstance you know a lot of people aren't working and they don't have any means of an income coming in so I'm sure, you know, it'll hit them in the pocket as much as it's hurting other businesses, such as yourselves. Yeah, yeah we're, all, we're all in the same boat. It's just about everybody pulling together and make sure we all come out at the other end um, more positive. I mean, I, I keep saying to people that I do believe this whole outcome, um, obviously, you know, it's sad that people are going to lose their lives here, but as a society, I think we're going to come out the other end of it actually better. I think everybody will appreciate life as we have and the freedom that we have as, as you'll know I do a lot of travelling doing a lot of workshops and working you know with bands and, and judging teaching everything like that Yeah. Um, and, and that's all been cancelled I think up to now I've, I've already missed two trips to South Africa and one trip to New York hmm. um and then there's been just, just this week the, uh, the Ohio Scottish Arts School uh, in June 
has been uh, has been cancelled now until next year. So I think we'll all appreciate life as we had it a, a little bit more. I think you're quite right there. Yeah, I think we, you know for a long time we took a lot of this for granted. You know, especially international travel. You know, yeah. and you know it just was so easy, just jump on a plane and away you go. But now that's all kind of removed from us. You really do miss it. Um, so, yeah. yeah, with the likes of yourself traveling around the world and doing all of that, and now that that has stopped, then how are you managing to keep yourself busy at the moment? I'm sure there's any amount of things that you could be at, Craig. Uh, well, interestingly enough, um, from from still a a piping point of view. I've I've enjoyed actually working on my own plane and my own bagpipe because it's I don't get to play my own pipes as much as I would like to because I'm so busy setting up and testing other people's pipes, yeah. particularly new new orders. So <clears throat> I've actually had the opportunity, and it's weird I find myself playing my pipes almost every single day, um, hmm. and and I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it on my own time, and I'm enjoying practicing for no other reason. And for my own enjoyment, because we now know that the whole competition season has been cancelled. Yeah. So there's no pressure from that point of view. So, so yeah, I'm still uh, I'm still enjoying practicing more than ever. Um, and then, like most people during lockdown, becoming a bit of a DIY expert. So um, just <laughs> just getting things getting things done around the house that, that you'd be putting off and putting off and putting off um, but but now it's just time to, to get these things done and of course as we said I do a lot of travelling um, as, as part of either Wallace Bagpipes Red Hot Chili Pipers, Drums and Roses, teaching at workshops stuff like that um, so I'm actually really enjoying the uninterrupted time at home with the family. I've got two young boys so it's yeah. great to it's great to spend that time with them. If anything they're probably sick of me they're probably desperate for me to get back on a, a plane and get rid of me for a period like, of time oh, dad would you clear off for a while <laughs> exactly, exactly I know <laughs> Oh, brilliant. So, do you know, it's actually really encouraging to hear, Craig, that you're, you're just playing for the fun of it now. And that, that, that's what we've been telling our listeners as well. Even if you're not working on that MSR set for the competition on the weekend, still lift them and have a wee chin, even just for the crack of it. Well, I mean, I'm actually doing myself what I, what I preach to everybody when I'm, I'm teaching and, and doing workshops is that the the best way to improve is to practice not just practice but record yourself and listen back. I am um, I'm invested in a in a sure um MV eighty eight plus mic, I think is what it's called. Oh, um yeah. and I and I've I've been messing about with the settings and I, and, I, and I feel like I've got it I've got it just right and um and I record every single practice session and I'm enjoying listening back to it. Um I'm in, mm. I'm enjoying listening back and, and, and finding little areas that, that I would like to improve on and trying it again. And, and of course, the joys of, of the pipe band world is reaching out to your friends. And I'm actually sending the recordings on to a few other people as well and asking, mm. look, would you mind would you mind casting an ear over this and, and just giving me giving me some feedback on it. So um so although the although the competition season's finished, that doesn't mean the pipes get locked away in a until February next year. Yeah. And most people I speak to actually are on the exact same position. Although, although there's nothing to practice for, everybody's actually practicing more than they probably would have before. There you go. That's fantastic to hear, though. Yeah. So, yeah. if anything, we were asking Craig then about the St Lawrence Tool Camp and how you guys were preparing for 2020. And he obviously told us all about the drummers and how we're all mad keen to hit the grass. And I, I can only assume the same was the case for the pipers too. Yeah, we had a brand new medley. 
um, ready to go, which we were all really excited about getting out and performing. Um, that will now, of course, roll on to 2021. Uh, and, and just the way Alan works is that although the competition season isn't going to go ahead in 2020, we'll then still, we're still going to knock off which would have been our number two medley. So um, I think we'll be coming out in 2020 with two brand new, uh, 2021, sorry, with two brand new medleys. Ah, um, brilliant. So yeah, we were working hard on that. And of course, when this all sort of kicked off, um, I mean, it was really mid to end of February when this whole coronavirus um, yeah you know, came to point mm-hmm. and then the lockdown stuff for that was kind of mid March. So we had already had two or three Saturday practices at that point, um, on the yeah. pipes and stuff like that. So you know, we were we were good to go. Uh, we were we were good to go to go with it. And of course right. we, we had a we had a, a really successful twenty nineteen. So there was there was a couple of majors that we were going out to defend. Okay. I don't know if that means I don't know if we've we've just automatically renewed the titles of those for twenty twenty. I don't know how that works, yeah, but um, see, that's it. I, I didn't know that myself. Yeah, you know, could you defend you the just, title when you can't go out and compete? That that's a good one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but uh, but yeah, we were we were looking forward to it and, and building on the the season that that we had last year. Um, but uh, obviously, it's not meant to be. No, that's it indeed. So obviously then, well, we were chatting to Craig and hearing all about Drums and Roses, and he was telling us that you're now involved with the guys at Drums and Roses too. Have you been out gigging with the guys before all of this? Yeah, I have. I mean, in fairness, I've been involved probably more in the background with the band um, for for a long time. Mm. You'll know my background with Craig and Chris, oh, yeah. who are the, the, the founding members of the band. I mean, I've, I've known them all their life. Their, their father, Gordon, um, taught me since I was the age of eight, yeah. so um, he, he was my he was my first ever tutor, you know. So I've known them since they were babies. That they're, they're pretty much like family. So yeah. really, just um, they've really just been kind of bouncing a few ideas off of me from time to time, and so I've been sort of unofficially involved with them behind the scenes. Um, but then more recently, getting more involved with them just because you know yourself from social media and so on. The band is getting more popular, so just to give them. Um, a bit of an older, wiser head yeah. um, advice with <laughs> things, and and learn from maybe some of the mistakes that I've made in the past. Yeah. And um, and they've got they've got a great team with them as well. You know, Danny um, Hutchin, who plays in shots, and Andrew Broadley as well. And there's just there's, I mean I could go on naming everybody, but they've got such a great nucleus of team. They're just guys that are really enthusiastic about performing to the public. Um, and obviously in a different way to the traditional pipe band format, but getting just as much enjoyment out of it. No, certainly. If anything, we've chatted to the guys of Drums and Roses before on the show, and that's what comes across is just the love of performing and just going up there and yeah. having a good crack, a bit of a laugh, you know? Yep, um, yeah, absolutely. So can, then, can I also ask about the Red Hot Chili Pipers? Can I, can, well, I have to mention James coming off a skateboard and wrecking himself. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, just as well, there's no touring for the next, um, whatever it is, the rest of the year, really, there's, there's very little touring, so he's got, he's got plenty of time to recover. I don't know if during lockdown, skateboarding would have been a thing that I would have thought of <laughs> taking up, but, but, uh, but there you go. <coughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, the same thing applies with, well, the, the Chili's, Drums and Roses, and really any performing act, you'll see out there all these bands have been making their announcements, Scarivore and all these guys, um, yeah, is that yeah. the, 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 touring, the touring and public performing um, side of things for 2020 is, is pretty much a write-off now, which is a real shame, because a lot of these bands would have been touring new music, um, you know, performing in new countries, new, you know, new venues, new music festivals and so on. There was a lot of exciting times for a lot of people. Yeah. Um and and sadly it's just completely crashed to to a halt. Um and and the downside is uh, without sounding too negative is that from a business point of view with Wallace Bagpipes, you know, you've got support from the government Along the way, there's there's grants offered that people will see from the announcements and stuff like that. Whereas mm-hmm. the self-employed sector, like a lot of these bands, are being hit really, really hard. So you, you've got to, you've got to feel you know really sorry for oh, these guys that are, that are struggling probably yeah. to, to make ends meet. That's that's one thing we've been uh, kind of talking about on every show is that we need to support our artists because at the moment yeah, all of our musicians are struggling so much it's you know it's really yeah. difficult for people out there. Uh, so what uh, can we expect from the Chili's rolling into twenty one? Once all of this is behind us, I dare say next year is going to be a big year for you guys. Yeah, I mean all the touring that, that was supposed to happen this year will will roll on to twenty twenty one. The guys were actually in the middle of an American tour when this all kicked off oh, and they yeah, had to come they home. Were. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's not gonna happen. Mm. Um the, the, the Basil tattoo that um <clears throat> I think the band were, were looking to perform that um is again they'll, they'll be back at that next year. Mm. But really again just it's an opportunity for the Chili Pipers and again probably include every performing contemporary artist in this. It gives them a chance to look at their music, the show, how they can adapt it, how you can improve, improve on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, although um, although pretty much like pipe bands, although they're not allowed to perform, you know, it doesn't mean that everything just stops and it's a case of, right, guys, I'll see you in six months' time. You know, there's, yeah. there's still a lot of discussion. <laughs> there's still a lot of discussion in the background. A lot of, you know, Zoom meetings and so on. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, and, and just working on new material, coming up with new ideas. Fantastic stuff. No, I can't wait until we see us all back on stage, back on the grass again. That's, that's just what I'm living for at the moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I feel as if we're all sort of counting down the days. Yeah, exactly. So, well, with that in mind then, I have to say thank you, obviously, uh, for chatting to us here on the show. It's great to chat to you. I wanted to get into the words a little bit, ask you a little bit of a geeky question that we've been asked by a lot of our listeners, actually. Um Sure. Uh, following the last interview I had with the Chilies, they were asking questions very much on setup and everything mm-hmm. of the instrument. And obviously, pipes are notoriously terrible whenever they're trying to play with all their instruments with regards to tuning. Now, we did mention it in the show that you guys play B flat chanters, don't you? Uh, Correct. Yes. So, how is the setup then for your instrument? Like, what is the process for hitting the stage at like an arena or something? Uh, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, you don't you don't have to play bagpipes in B flat. I mean, mm. a lot of the other instruments can tune up to where we would play in a pipe band format. But it's it's easier um, to keep all of the other instruments at a level playing field and, and bring the pipes down to that. And I suppose, because of of you know manufacturers like ourselves, then then we we make. Yeah. Pipe chanters in B flat, and and you know the guys at, at G one who we really should give. A shout out too oh, because yes. they've just celebrated. They've just celebrated their, their ten year um, 
anniversary. So congrats to to Jock and the team there. That's it. Um, <laughs> so so um, so yeah, the the, the Chilis play Wallace Pipes. Um, they have Wallace Chanters. They also have G One Chanters as well. There's a, there's a mixture going on there. Um, mm-hmm. Synthetic synthetic bags just simply because when you're performing um a two-hour show yeah um you need that opportunity at a half time to change your moisture control system over so your pipes don't get too wet yeah, yeah. and so on so really um when it comes to the day of um of a show mm-hmm. you'll have your you'll have your sound check um which which is a long process i mean you've been there yeah, at the, the yeah. SSC area and we were doing a sound check before it's a long process, but you're not on stage, you know, just going through set after set after set. It's a long process because you've got so many different instruments to go through and so many different levels and the, the lighting engineer and stuff like that. Yeah. So the actual, you know, the, the sound check or the setup can take the best part of the day. But pipe-wise, you might only really be playing for 20 minutes, half an hour at the very most. So the, yeah. the pipes aren't getting blown too much. So by the time you go to perform at night, you know, they're relatively fresh, they're ready to go. And we just make sure we've always got spare moisture control systems. Everybody has a spare chanter with a reed and a reed protector ready to go, just in case anything might happen mm-hmm. um, at, at some point. So, so yeah, I mean, the, the chili pipers for me have to be the most hardware and band out there when it comes to performing on the bagpipes, especially when they're on tour. Yeah, definitely. two hour show, mm-hmm. <coughs> two hour show every day, every single day. Sometimes two shows a day, so. Uh, pretty tough need, going something. yeah yeah absolutely absolutely both for the musician and for the instrument too you know there's a lot of that's upkeep i would say there too yeah it's good for the stamina um, and <laughs> that, that, that's for sure it's good for the stamina um, but yeah you've got to keep on top of your instrument make sure it's ready to perform at all times mm, yeah so with that in mind you, you mentioned something interesting there that you really only in soundcheck you maybe blow them for 20 minutes or so maximum uh, but you say then before you go on stage and the lights go on, how long would you blow them before you actually walk up that that ramp? Say maybe ten, uh, five ten minutes or yeah, realistically no more than ten minutes. You're only doing it really just to to get your chanter um, to to heat up uh, mm-hmm. so that they become steady within your drones. But what's interesting about <coughs> about the chili pipers and, and I don't know how a lot of the other acts. Um, do this, but I do know there's some other bands don't play drones at all, um, and and realistically, I can understand that because when you've got a drum kit and a bass guitar, a lead guitar, a keyboard, and a brass section, well, the drones are, are, are lost in it. The drones yeah. aren't really mic'd up. So, mm-hmm. but from from our, from our guys, um, it just feels a wee bit odd. It feels a wee bit alien like to play a set of pipes. Without the drones, you don't have that vibration on your shoulder. So, yeah, yeah. Um, although we could really probably go on and perform, and the drones could be out of tune, um, and we probably still wouldn't hear it because we're all we're all using in ear monitors as well. So, oh, we're only really yeah. picking up, we're only really picking up what's coming through the chanter and what's coming through whatever channels that you want to hear with other instruments. Um, so, yeah, really, just ten minutes before we take to the stage, get the pipes out, get the drones pulled in. Try the pipes together and make sure that the tuning is nice and clean, and then we'll go on. and um, And then at half time, like I said, we'll come off, change all our moisture control systems. Obviously, our sound engineer will have all the mics um, dead anyway. Yeah. And uh, change the moisture control systems. Put the pipes back up again, sort of five minutes before we're due to go back on for the second half. Just double check 
all the tuning, make sure nothing's drifted and, uh, and go on and do the second half of the show. There you go. Do you know, if anything, I'm sure all of our piping fans who are pretty geeky about setup and stuff like that will find that fascinating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and me too, to be honest, too. You know, even from a drumming perspective, um, you know, even going on playing solos, I know some guys warm up for hours and their best performance was maybe their, their second set. After that, you're you just know, getting happens. tired. Yeah. It happens all the time. It happens all the time in um, contemporary performing artists. It happens mm. in solo piping, solo drumming. It happens in pipe bands. You see, you see that you pass some pipe bands, and they'll be they'll be practicing and practicing. And a thing that I don't really get, um, and you don't see it at the at the top level or at the higher grades, is that mm. when you see some bands, uh, and again, solo players um, performing their set from start to finish. Before yeah. I just don't get my head around that. I can understand trying the intro, and then trying the breaks from transitions from one time signature to, to another I can mm. totally get that but really the more you play the more the more tired you become um, well, that's from it, a yeah. piping point of view the more stressful it is in the instrument and I dare say from a drumming point of view the more stressful it becomes on your hand you know um, you're, you're bound to get tired yeah. so I've never really under, I've never really understood that that thing um, and I think from if you look at some of the the, the top pipe bands and the top solo competitors Mm. Um, the 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 practice session before it can be relatively short. I mean, I saw us with um, St Lawrence, particularly if it's bad weather. Oh yeah, um, it's Off really it's, re- it's really just get the pipes. I mean, I remember you remember this yourself at Paisley. Um, I think maybe three or four years ago, was the, the Spirit of Scotland were, were performing that year. Oh yes, uh, and I think that's I think that's maybe when the drumming that day, mm-hmm. but. Um, <clears throat> And, and they were on either right before us or right after us. I can't actually remember, but the weather was awful, and um, and it was a case of for us that day we got the pipes out at the bus, we blew them, uh, never even blew them together as a band. We just blew them individually, pulled our drones in, checked mm. our own channels, made sure everything was in the ballpark, and that was it. And it was a case of look, we'll actually meet at the final tuning, and and that's how long <laughs> we've got. Yeah. And it was a case of. Get a get a meter reading for the drones. Get get the th- the, the three guys going round tuning the drones, and you had um, Alan Terry. I think Philip Tasker was still in the band at the time, and mm-hmm. Brendan Roger, uh, um, Brendan Roger, Brendan Murphy, sorry, um, going round the band, and it was a kind of thing that if if your chanter, if there was anything that wasn't right, you just had to step out. It's nothing personal. Yeah. There just wasn't time to do it, and it meant if we went from a pipe core of twenty four down to eighteen, then then so be it. Um, but again, that day, mm-hmm. like, you were still seeing bands standing out in the pouring rain playing their their MSR or their medley, it's whatever mad. grade they were in from from yeah. start to finish. That the, the mindset just doesn't sit with me for that. I just don't understand it. No, and that's and at that time you're standing in the rain. The whole you're getting wetter and wetter, and things will just get worse. That's it. So, and and the adrenaline gets sucked out of you as well, you know, because you just think, what well, you know, there must be a million things I could be doing right now rather Aye. than standing in the, in the rain and <laughs> the rain in a field at Glasgow Airport. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I'd be quite happy to stand in the rain at a Glasgow Aye, Airport Aye. at the moment. And there was an option to do it right now. I would. I would jump at the opportunity for yeah. a chance to do it. Oh, I know. But hey, it's all in front of us, Craig. And and if anything, mate, ah, again, yeah. thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. And, oh, you're uh, welcome. 
and yeah, I hope you all keep safe and well, and wherever you all are. And uh, yeah, once you all get back in business again, I'm sure you'll be in touch and let us know how you're keeping. Yeah, the same to yourself, and thanks for everything that, that you're doing, uh, just keeping things pushing forward, ticking over. Everything that you've been doing um, from all the live streams and the quiz and, and so on, you know, myself, and, and I'm sure I speak on behalf of everybody, we really appreciate it. Kind of feel yeah. as if you're keeping us all together. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. No worries at all, man. <laughs> all right, we're, we're just doing what we can to, you know, keep That's talking it. about that keep instrument that we love. Exactly, yeah. Well, man, I'll let, I'll let you go. And and that's it okay. for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks for tuning in yeah. this week. And uh, if you haven't already, please do click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For, so, from myself, Big Rab, and from Craig, we'll see you all next week. All the best. Bye-bye. <laughs>